This is your NFL Insider Report on the Zone Sports Network. Now, joining the big show from Locked On NFL, Matt Williamson on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. All right, it's Big Show live at the Dish Professionals. Give them a call, 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. So it's time to talk a little NFL football. You can follow him on Twitter, at WilliamsonNFL. He's our good friend, Matt Williamson. Matt, what's going on, man? Not a lot. How you doing? Hey, we are doing great. Uh, is certainly enjoying uh, what was an exciting NFL uh, weekend, especially the, the way the Cardinals game ended. Is that the play of the year thus far? I think so, although DK Metcalf tracking down that potential pick right. six pretty recently was pretty darn good, too. But, <laughs> wow, I mean, an amazing throw by Kyler, maybe even a more amazing play by Hopkins in such traffic to go snag that thing with big, strong hands. And the timing, obviously, with no, no time on the clock, puts it over the top for me. So i got to ask you our weekly question. Who's the best team in football right now? Yeah, I'm still going with the Chiefs. Uh, I think, yeah, I am. I just, although I'm worried, worried about their offensive line. I mean, they're all their tackles are on the COVID list right now. Their interior, their offensive line has been a weakness this year. But I just think that they're the champs, and until further notice, are the best team in the league. As you guys know, I'm based here in Pittsburgh. They're undefeated. I think the Saints are also a tier one team with those two teams. But I've been telling Steeler fans. You guys love your Steelers, and I get that. But how many points would you need to bet on the Steelers versus the Chiefs in a, in a, in a <laughs> neutral location? And almost everyone says, you better give me a touchdown for me to put my hard-earned money on my favorite team against Kansas City in a neutral location. You mentioned the Saints there, Matt. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of Taysom Hill fans around here. He uh, play, played quarterback at BYU. Uh, Drew Brees gets hurt. Jameis Winston comes in. Is that an indicator that they do not think that Taysom is uh, Brees' replacement down the road? I, I absolutely think that they do not, nor should they. I mean, no offense to the community you guys are in. I, I think he's a ve- very valuable football player. I like how they use him. They maximize his immense talents. But I have not seen anything for me to indicate that he is a every down starting quarterback or a breeze successor. And uh, I heard this on the, the telecast last week. They were talking about you know all the things he brings that Hill brings to the table, and they prefaced it by saying. Well, he misses a big portion of every quarterback meeting because he's in the special teams meeting. And that's great, but I immediately said after being around football teams, quarterbacks do not miss time in quarterback meetings, or they would not be, especially if they think they are going to be a long-term player at that position. Speaking of the best teams in the league, when I look at the Chiefs and I look at the Steelers, I think, okay, that, that they, got, they got what they got going on. You mentioned the Saints. But then after that, i got to get your opinion, Matt. What is the deal with the Buccaneers? I know it's a long season and all, all kinds of sort of ebbs and flows happen. But when I look at teams like the Bucks and the Packers, I, I can't get out of my mind that the losses that they suffer. And it's like, is that the truth or is that is that not the truth? Is that just an aberration? Yeah, that's a tough one to wrap my head around, too. And I, and I do a power rankings every week. 
and I had a hard time coming up with who's number four. Those top three to me are in a tier by themselves. And, you know, I went with Tampa Bay as my number four team and just think the Saints have their number. You know, I mean, if you take the Saints games out of the equation, they've had a great, great season. You can't do that. And I think the Bucks have the Packers number. You know, like there's there's a little bit of a rock, paper, scissors going on there with those three teams. Um, I just think the Bucks are one of the most complete teams in the league. Very good defense, can run the ball, strong offensive line, high-quality quarterback, lots of weapons, well-coached. But you're right, they've had some stinkers. Matt, I, I, good, we, right? so, sorry, Jake, uh, I just wanted to let Matt, Matt know that we uh, – we have a weekly thing where we pick a game, and you know you can't pick the same team twice throughout yeah, the yeah. year. And the one week that I picked the Packers to win, uh, they laid an egg, and so <laughs> I'm, it's 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 in my mind because when we when we lose those games and we have to record embarrassing audio uh, that uh, we don't want to record. So it's I, it, <laughs> I like it. That, that's why. And Jake's had to do it, too. Austin's had to do it. We've all paid the price at one point or another. But so we're all a little conflicted every time it comes to make a pick. I love it. That's a, it's a good thing you guys do that. That's cool. Matt, at risk of asking all my questions about uh, quarterbacks uh, that played college in this market, uh, Alex Smith uh, over the weekend, and I know that uh, Washington uh, lost that game, but uh, had something like 390 yards or something ridiculous. Did he win the comeback player of the year uh, the the first time he set foot on the field? <laughs> I bet he did, and I feel like I'm cutting on your guys' local heroes here, but I, and it's a weird award to begin with, don't get me wrong, but I think you need to play better to get the hat. I don't think just getting back on the field, despite his tragedies and his hard work to get back there, deserves it. I mean, I'm going to sound like a homer. I mentioned I'm from Pittsburgh, but don't you think Ben Roethlisberger is more deserving than Alex Smith with an undefeated team and having a better year and basically missing the entire season last year? I, I would yeah, – the, you make a compelling argument, but Alex Smith almost died. I know. I mean, I get that. I'm not, I'm not making light of what happened to the guy. And, frankly, he worries me every time I watch him out there. I kind of, like, have my fingers crossed that he stays healthy and doesn't take hits. But, uh, I mean, he's the third quarterback on the team. I mean, he was he's right. in there because the two guys ahead of him failed. Man, when you guys talk about quarterbacks, I sit here and I look at the best teams in the league and you go down the list – and they're solid at the quarterback position. I mean, you just can't get by in this league at any level without a top quarterback. How many top quarterbacks are there, Matt? Yeah, you're you're 100% right. I mean, uh, even you know a guy like Lamar Jackson, who clearly was an elite player last year, he's struggling a little bit, and the Ravens are dropping games. You know, it's not all his fault. It is a team game. But you're absolutely right that if you don't have – a top-notch guy, you're in a world of trouble. And, you know, some of these jobs that might be opening up, uh, the Chargers, the Texans, they're pretty alluring because they have a young, high-quality, potential stud quarterback to build around. 
So, Matt, I don't know if you're a big South Park fan, but there's this episode where they play Little League Baseball and all the teams are actually trying to lose, and it, it, it's who's the best at sucking. And I, I feel like <laughs> that's what I'm watching when I watch the <laughs> NFC East. You know, who's the, really who's is, the best at, at sucking? Uh, who is actually going to win that division? I was so sure a week or two ago that – Philadelphia was going to blow past everybody else, was going to have a great second half of the season, getting a lot of guys back healthy. I trust the organization. I've been a, frankly, I've been a big Wentz fan over the years and a believer. And then they drop one of the Giants and really don't look good doing it. I still, I guess, would take the Eagles, but I'm done being on that train. I mean, that, that bandwagon fell apart for me. I got to give the Giants credit, though. I mean, are they a contender? Of course not. Could they win the division? I guess, because it's a terrible division. But they're at least getting better. You know, the Eagles aren't getting better. Washington, with Alex Smith, is getting better. Dallas doesn't look like they're any better. You know, like, the Giants have a defense now. Daniel Jones has put a couple good games together. They have a few weapons. So at least there's some optimism there where you look at the Eagles and think, What's what's going on here? Why can't we get any better? I mean, every week looks the same. A team that seems to be getting better is uh, the Dolphins, and we've talked with you yeah. about Brian Flores before. But uh, what do you make of uh, the development of Tua uh, there? And it seems like the Dolphins are getting help in other ways, either through a blocked punt or some pl- big play somewhere along the line, leading them to that six and three record. Yeah, and they're very, very strong on special teams, which is a New England trait that Flores brought with them with Belich- from Belichick. They're, they throw a ton at you on defense, much like Belichick's coach teams, and they create big plays in those phases. And that's not going to keep up. I mean, Miami fans get mad at me because I think that their current formula isn't particularly sustainable for excellence through the rest of the year. But, boy, it's extremely well coached. I mentioned I think Flores is probably the coach of the year or right there in the conversation. Tua looks really good. But going back to coaching, they don't ask Tua to do a ton. You know, get the ball out of your hands, simple reads, RPOs like he did at Alabama. I mean, they've made his transition very comfortable. And that's all you can ask. It's great. Matt, I, I agree with you uh, when you say the Chiefs are probably the best team in the league. Um, but uh, the Raiders looked pretty good against Denver. They, they look good defensively, the best they've looked all season defensively, I thought. And they have that uh, one win already this season over the Chiefs. What, what are the odds they make it to this weekend? Yeah, I'm impressed with the Raiders, too. And I've been reluctant to be impressed, to be honest with you. I thought, man, this defense is terrible. Um, yeah, but I mentioned Coach of the Year. I think John Gruden's in that conversation, too. He's getting a lot out of this team. Um, I mentioned my power ranks. Raiders fans are always very quick to tell me, hey, you know, our Raiders didn't only beat the Chiefs, but they beat the Saints. You know, you talk about three great teams in the league. Well, we have wins over two of them, and that's hard to argue with. You know, I mean, I, I think what's very obvious about this team is Gruden, which, again, goes back to really good coaching, realizes if his defense is out there 30 minutes, 32 minutes, they're going to lose the game. You know, they they have to play less defense. They have to play small ball on offense, control the clock. Don't let that defense be out there and get exposed too much. And they've managed it very well. And I like the way Carr's playing quite a bit. 
Matt, who's the best six and three team in the league? Because it seems like half the league is six and three right now. I know it's, it's kind of crazy. I'm going to stick with Tampa, but boy, there's a case for a lot of them. <laughs> I don't suppose you're including the Browns in the best of the six and three bunch. I'm not. You know, I kind of mentioned how the Raiders have to play. I think it's very obvious that the Browns have to play a similar style, but they have to hide their quarterback more than Vegas does. You know, I mean, I'll take Carr over Mayfield every day of the week. If they can't control the game by running on you, they're in, you know, it's not going to go well at all for Cleveland. So I'm not saying they're fluky. I think they understand who they are, but they have some deficiencies. All right, check out the Peacock and Williamson podcasts. Of course, Locked On Dynasty, Steelers, and radio as well. He is Matt Williamson, our NFL insider. Matt, thank you as always. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. We appreciate you. Uh, also, profootballnetwork.com. Uh, you can see him on uh, ESPN occasionally as well. He's got one of those uh, resumes, uh, Gordon, which is quite thorough. Quite thorough. Yes, it is. And he's been on both sides of all sides of the NFL. And so it's. Always fun to talk with him. All right, Jake, I'm going to give you a choice. All right? The Browns, the Titans, Austin's Titans, the Seahawks, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Rams, the Cardinals, the Raiders. I think that's all. Is that all of them? Uh, the Ravens, all six and three. Can you believe that? Well, I got to go. The best team there is obviously my Raiders. Uh, But if you're looking for (laughs) number two, um, in all honesty, the Raiders looked really good last week. But out of that group, uh, serious answer, I'd probably go with the Seahawks. Because Russell Wilson, I I think, is the the best quarterback out of the group of teams that we're talking about. He's had a few hiccups. He has. He hasn't looked as good over the past couple of weeks. But Lamar Jackson was insane last year i mean yeah, pert yeah. near unstoppable and he's been good this year but not that yes uh-huh. but i don't know if that's a case of defenses have caught up with him a little bit which i i think is 100 percent a thing in the nfl uh, and then it's how do you uh, adjust after defenses adjusts and you know the truly special players defenses can't adjust you know i mean patrick mahomes is they i'm sure defensive coordinators have thrown everything they can think at him <laughs> And, and he still winds up, you know, getting better and, and figuring it out. I, you know, Lamar Jackson's got to maybe jump over that hurdle, right, where, all right, he was incredible. He made the whole league shift the way they were playing defense. Now can he uh, adapt and get better from here? Okay, so I love lobbing these questions out at you and making you answer them instead of me. But if you had to pick – if you had to pick a young quarterback in the league, and I'm excluding Mahomes, who of the bunch do you like the best? Define young before I do. Well, you know, uh, just uh, no more than three years in the league. Well, Mahomes, how long has Mahomes been in the in the league? This is his fourth year, right? Is this fourth year? Yeah, because he's spent yeah. one year behind Alex. Okay, four years and, and younger. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, Would you go uh, Josh Allen? I was going. I was thinking Josh Rosen. <laughs> Where is Josh Rosen now? Is he still sitting in hot tubs in his dorm room? Where oh, Where is he? Oh man, 
Wait, so so Mahomes is not, outside of Mahomes, four yeah. years younger. Josh Allen is is a pretty good answer. I mean, Lamar Jackson would have been the the hands down answer, right, last year. So you have know, have you things, come around that far on Kyler Murray? No, not quite. I I think I'd still take Josh Allen over Kyler Murray. Last week's game aside, poor oh. poor Sam Darnold uh, should be in this conversation, but he pay, plays for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there are some there are some fine young quarterbacks coming up, and that bodes well for the future of the league. I like Justin but, Herbert. You know, I mean, yeah. he's just a, he's just a rook, and I know the Chargers have only won two games, but uh, I like him. I, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's played well at times this year. He he certainly needs a better team around him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a little too soon on those guys. I, I, Isn't I think, that often? That is so often the case because these bright quarterbacks are top draft picks, and usually the teams with the top draft picks are crappy teams. And so they bring these guys in, and they're they're supposed to be stars, and yet they don't have a lot of support oftentimes. And this is one of the problems for Trevor Lawrence coming out this year. You know, I mean, if I were I'll Trevor have, Lawrence or, or somebody like that, Gordon, I'd be rooting for a team that is historically decent, but just some circumstance led them to be crappy for a year, like when Peyton Manning got hurt with the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew Luck got drafted into a pretty good situation because they were crappy, not because they're the Jets, but because something weird happened, right? The problem is that he is such an attractive talent that um, it's going to be difficult for one of those better, at least historically better teams to like trade up to get him. I know, uh-huh. because if you think, and I hate saying this, but if you're like the Cowboys, I'd trade you know anything I possibly could to move up there because Dak Prescott is going to cost me a zillion dollars, and I don't know what kind of player is coming back from his injury, but yet they've got a decent offensive line uh, and supposedly some weapons out there to do it, you know? But Jarrah says that uh, he's, he's not going to follow any kind of any, any trap like that. Trap? What do you mean, trap? He likes his quarterback. Oh, no, he doesn't, or he would have paid him. <laughs> well, and now everybody then, feels then Trevor Lawrence. Then Trevor Lawrence is either going to the Jets or the Jags, right? <laughs> I just wouldn't want to go to the Jets. I, I just wouldn't. I mean, they they have made every wrong decision for 20 years, you know? Hmm. Well... I mean, you mentioned the Cowboys. They are in the running, at least. Uh, the Washington football team is 2-7. and seven. The Texans are 2-7. and seven. They Who don't need a quarterback, though. The Jags, yeah. they've only won yeah. one. Uh, yeah, from there, then you, you get up into an area where those teams probably won't fall. I mean, could the Broncos fall to uh, within striking distance? I don't know. I don't think the Jets are going to win. <laughs> and they're darn certain of it now because they're what, – what was your reference, South Park? Oh, yeah, they're like basically trying to suck. Who can – who's the best at sucking? Who's the best loser? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I don't uh, see them winning. Uh, they they sidelined Darnold for another couple of weeks for an injury. And and Adam Gase is, is quickly patting his resume as the worst coach in the league. Maybe the worst oh. coach in league history. 
But maybe he's the best worst coach. Yeah, maybe he is. Put, maybe that's true. All right, we'll get maybe, some more maybe coming they're, up. Maybe they're, maybe they're using him so they can get Trevor Lawrence, and then they'll fire him and hire him. Oh, that's coach. for sure what's happening. All right, more straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.